And welcome back to the Old Dude Music Review. Today we're going to do a short show and just put it in because me and my wife are just hooked on Polythia. And if you've never heard, never heard of them, they're this young band from a prodigy uh, guitar player that has just kind of come up with what we... It's prog rock, metalcore, peripheral, there's all these things. But for us, it's like jazz fusion of our youth, which later on we get past all the big albums and start going to just random things. I want to go back into my youth where I was listening to Spyrogyra and a lot of uh, jazz guys. Like I have Kenny G duotones spinned up ready for a show because it's one of the albums I loved as a kid and part of my love making music back when we were recording uh, we used to listen to Kenny G and I met him went to a concert it took my mama to go see uh, George Benson because she loved him and he opened for George Benson duo tones hadn't blown up he sat behind me and we talked and shook hands and he was one of the nicest people I've ever met but that dude could blow a fucking saxophone. And of course the time passed and then nobody cared. But, you know, go back to stuff like that. But these little bands and little artists that these guys aren't little anymore um, are very interesting because they're doing things totally different. And I'll talk more about it at the end. But this band started from nothing and through hard work and dedication and a guy who played guitar 12 fucking hours a day as a child they put out some amazing music so so let me do it again since I had a power surge Polyphia is primarily an instrumental progressive rock band based in Plano, Texas formed in 2010 the group consists of guitarist Tim Henson who was a young dude you saw in the beginning and that was their first playthrough it's a big event that kind of got them going he practiced 12 hours a day and Scott LePage bassist Clay Goober and drummer Clay Ackleson. Ackleson. Polyphia Sound is noted for incorporating virtuosic guitar parts with other style of music. Initially rooted in the metal-focused tone in their early releases, the band music evolved to more progressive rock sound and later productions combining electronic music and hip-hop. Polyphia has released four studio albums, one live album, two EPs, and numerous singles. A fourth album, Remember That You Will Die, released in 2022, with their second chart debuting at number 33 on the Billboard 200. Polyphia formed in 2010. It was achieved mainstream success of a guitar playthrough of Impassion, which is what I played in the beginning, from their EP inspired went viral on YouTube. Since then, the band popularity has grown and they have shared the stage with progressive metalcore artists such as Periphery, Between the Buried, Me, and August Burns Red. The band has stated their influence come from artistic art, art, artists of all genre. The group started out with a heavier shred-orientated style, but has since created a more melodic focus sound. When describing the album Muse, guitarist Tim Henson said the primary inspiration from cop, pop, and rap. In September 22, they released Ego Death, the fourth from their latest album, Remember That You'll Die. The release was accompanied by a video, both of it featuring guitar virtuoso Stevie Vai. Remember That You Will Die was released in 2022 and included guest appearance by Sophie Black, bass track Snot, Chino Moreno from White Pony album we covered, Deftones, and Vi. We just watched the other day a concert by them that was so fucking good that we sat in the living room and usually we just listen to uh, certain songs and motherfucking shit. That's all I can say. Motherfucking shit. That, uh, that, mm. I went to bed just happy as fuck. And once again, there's, there's very little, they have a, one song that I know of, and we're only going to cover like six songs today, and a little live. Um, one song that I know of with with uh, singing. Um, oh, that's not going to work. Let me reset that. Um, it's a cute little uh, Asian girl. I don't know if she's she speaks Korean on the on the album, so I don't know if she's Korean or not. But. Oh, it's just, it's so good. So let's just get on into it. Um, we're going to start with the playthrough of Impassion. 
And that this is the one that set them off. This is the one my wife knew about. My wife knew about this a lot longer than I did. I did not um, know who they were. But she's been watching this guy for a while. So here we go. Yeah, I hate when that happens. First time it's ever worked. Okay, so that's the first major one. It is just, it's hard to fathom when you're listening to this that with the way they play, we watched this video from a teacher and I can't remember his name. He's a guitar teacher, um, which my guitar is right over here now. I've actually got my tuner out, put new strings on, tuned it up and starting where it was supposed to be today but I'm doing this instead. I'm going to do one hour a day. One hour a day, I'm going to get back to playing. I haven't played in so long, my hands probably won't work as well, but I miss playing guitar. I used to play guitar. I mean, I played other people's shit. But who care, man? I'd tap some songs, practice them, get it down, play it in your headphones, and just fucking stand up and have fun. It was a good time. And for some reason, I just stopped because I thought I was too old to play, but who cares? No matter about age, just have fun. So I have already lined up four or five sleep token songs, got the tab ready. Um, I'm, I am, I'm playing a sessionism. And it's only certain parts, so it's not like a whole song. The apparition, which still makes me cry. And because uh, of my stupid crushed dream I have every fucking night, I wish I didn't. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have fun. But when you watch them play, it. It doesn't seem like it's real. So I'm going to play the one that has singing, and it's cute. It's a cute song. I really love this song. I have it on my list. Um, every every day I start with Playing God That Will Play Last. It's my favorite song. Um, ABC. And by then I'm kind of like done with my stretching, and you can judge me if you want. It's Are You Ready by freaking Taylor Swift. I fucking love that song. I just love that song. It's the fucking intro with the oh god, it's so badass. But that riff on the synthesizer is mana to my ear, so I will sing that song, even though I'm a dude, and I say guy, because I'm not going to fucking change the words. Um, and then I go into hard shit. So that's my warm-up. My warm-up is two songs by Polyphia, one song by Taylor Swift, and I go straight into hard shit, and then I come out into some uh, Timberlake, My Love, and Bringing Sexy Back, and then I flow into Sleep Token. So I'm in the gym. It's funny to watch me, and I've had somebody come up and go, what are you listening to? And I show my mix, and they just laugh because it doesn't go together. When you look at the songs, there's just like... Taylor Swift styles in between three hard ones by fucking P.O.D. And it doesn't make any sense, but in my head it does. It's like somehow it works timing-wise where I'll be on a break and I have a soft song and then I go back into a hard song. But anyway, um, so ABC comes second and it's just a cute song. 
I like it. And this is just the beginning of the cool shit. That's a Korean clock. She has to be Korean, man. Someone call a paramedic. I can't speak. It's all the medic made me for. Get every word, cause like that's a lot of letters. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Nine one one. Hello, it's me, Sophia. Yes, this is an emergency. Yes, the way they put it down on me. For the record, I do like some of the Korean stuff. I still listen to Crazy Nut. DJ Doc is great. That I was going to do a show on Korean music. Um, DJ Doc was so big there. It was like a sigh. It never got to the United States, but I brought it back, and my kids spread it all over the school because it was just really good song. Had a great, great, great hook, um, and. Half of it was in Korean, but people didn't give a shit. And it spread all over the place, and people started listening to it. And they have this music match with a TV show, and you can get it online. And you'd hear the new bands before they all start coming to America, and now it's like a normal thing. And then Crying Nut was a band that I came out of a subway in Seoul in 2000. And there's these dudes playing music like fucking Nirvana on a street corner. And they are fucking shredding it. I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but they're selling their albums. I bought that shit for like $6 US and I still have it. It's a great album. They were really good and they became kind of the Nirvana of Korea. But a lot of the Korean bands, if you actually listen to it, they got good music. They're a little behind us, you know? Like, I mean, if you look, they're still doing the boy band, girl band shit. We don't really do that anymore. Uh, but they're, they always have a good hook and it's cute and... I don't know. It's because I lived there for three years. Something about it I like. I think it's so cute. I love that song. Okay, so we're going to go into Goat. The first one I got was playing God, then it was Ego Death, then it was Goat. Um, and then we're going to play some live. I'm going to have to edit it and stop and edit it down just to the finale because you can see they, they draw, I mean, for an acoustic prog band that's, I don't give a fuck what the, it's jazz fusion. They're playing jazz fusion. They're doing major sevens. They're doing shit. You don't find it in rock. You don't find it in pop. It is, it's just virtuistic stuff, man. It's so hard to believe that they can play guitars like this. Both of them are phenomenal. But the live show, 
People were singing the riffs for playing God. They were singing the riff. That's how fucking good it is. Because it's the hook. The hook is the guitar, which is just a totally different way of looking at music. Well, that is GOAT. We're going to stop recording, and I'm going to play the ending to a concert. The name of it, uh, which I had it now. Live at the factory in Deep Ellum. Bunch of freaking people. It looks awesome. Enjoy the last two songs, and we'll break down three more and call it a day.
All right, so you can see quite a crowd, very interesting. I love how they sang the riff, which is just such a different thing, you know what I mean? You just don't see that. Um, you know, it goes back to everything we talk about. It's about a, a hook. you got to have the hook, and the hook grabs the crowd. And in this case, their hook is their guitar, which is just super fucking Sexy. So, what we're going to do now is listen to Finale, is one of the earlier ones. And it goes a little something like this.
So freaking good. They're just so good. It's just such different. It's just a, such a different sound. And the dueling guitars. And oh man, come on. It's really good. All right, so now we do the one that Stevie Vai. Let me get to it. This is uh, Ego Death. Good one. Five-string bass, which gives a totally different sound. I mean, not a flipping shit of good. Five. 
the guitar it's just mm. Mm -mm. so last song playing God you heard it in the live recording but there's two versions there's a beat version and the regular one uh, we're gonna play the regular one the beat version just has a little more drums in it every day This fucking acoustic. It's fucking acoustic.
that's Polyphia. I dare you to put it on your mix, walk, work out, run, whatever the fuck you do. I walk six miles a day. Today I did not. It was three miles and negative four. I kind of regretted going out there. I mean, I was bundled up. I look like the kid from Christmas Story, but I fucking froze my dick off. Miserable. But I started every day with that. That is my warm-up. That freaking song. Just try it. Dim the lights. Push play on that. Get your swerve on. I'm neck to it. Yeah. A little kissing. Nice. Can't have sex anymore. If you follow my other podcast, wife can't have sex. So, yeah. A good kiss. Good kiss session is pretty freaking good. But that damn song right there. Come on. Come on. That is just so skilled. And that kid was a violinist. He got treated like dog shit by his teachers, so he picked up a fucking guitar. And that's what he did with himself. He practiced and 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 boom. Here he is. I don't care if you listen to metal. I I think, and this is sacrilege, because I plan on someday to go back to Van Halen. Just Van Halen one. The album that changed my world because at that point I was listening to the Beatles and whatever was coming over AM radio that my mom was playing, Jim Croce and shit like that. And I heard Eruption and my world changed. Like instantly. It's like, woo-boom, what the fuck was that? I think he's better than Eddie Van Halen. If you listen to his riffs and what he's doing where he's moving both hands at Mach 12... I don't know anybody else does that. It's just unbelievable. And it's because he put his mind to it. So, because your humble podcast host, Tony, is 55. Oh, sorry, 56. Forgot I just turned 56. I'm old as fuck. I'm going to go an hour a day. <laughs> an hour a day will make my freaking hands hurt. And I'm going to start freaking playing again. Just to have fun. I'm not going to play any good shit. Because I ain't going to be able to play that shit. A fucking teacher, I don't know what his name is, it doesn't matter. We ran into it because it's Polyphia React, and he teaches guitar, and he goes, I don't even know what the fuck that was. That's what he literally said. He goes, this is this, and it's a C7, and this, that, that, this, but I don't know what the fuck that is. When he was going, blah, 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 and he didn't know what the pick was. He had no idea what they were doing. That's good shit. That is talent, and if you're audiophile like I am, it doesn't matter if they're playing a saxophone, a bass, a fucking tuba. When a person goes off with their voice, a synthesizer, a wind, a string, a guitar, a fucking Tupperware can. I've watched some dudes street cornering with freaking pots and pans and been impressed because God gave them a gift. I have zero gifts. I'm average at everything in life. That's why I have deep depression and I hate myself at 56. Having a gift like that is amazing. It's just amazing to see somebody just, they found something they were good at and they threw the fuck down and put their effort and it went from a kid who was on house arrest for weed, learn how to do graphics, learn how to do his marketing and he took a little band with four geeks and you saw that crowd. That crowd was into those dudes. They're huge. They had more streams on Spotify than Metallica. 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 So, before we dump this episode, and since we're doing music, I have been pulling down... uh, That's stupid. That's stupid. Sleep Token was doxxed. That happened. Um, let me do a few articles. There it is. Boom. Okay. So, the top 10 metal as of louder. These are the top 10 metal albums. Avatar, Dance, Devil, Dance, never heard of him. Godfletch, Purge, never heard of him. Health, Rat Wars, heard him. Merker, Spine, heard him. Skindred, Smine, Sleep Token, Take Me Back to Eden, we covered it. Therapy, I've heard of them. Voice of Backprot, 
I heard a little bit. Wargasm, yeah, I don't like it. Within Temptation, were the top 10 albums. So the metal thing, once again, you got to have a fucking hook, man. If you don't have a fucking it's like Taylor Swift and the metal guys. Taylor Swift's music's always great. Her lyrics are freaking top notch. She has an amazing voice. She can rap, sing, do all sorts of shit. But I just need a goddamn guitar. She's always got the hook. She doesn't have the guitars. Metal, listen to Taylor Swift more. Just get a hook. Just some kind of fucking hook. The reason why Slipknot, Sleep Token, um, uh, The Architects, and a few other bands are successful is that somewhere in the Baima, oink, oink, and all that bullshit that they do with the animal sounds and crap now that I don't understand. They don't say oink, oink, but it's just weird. They stop and sing a hook. You got to have a fucking hook. Give a hook. All right. Best metal songs. Megan Stallion. Corey Taylor, Talk Sick. I, I don't like that one. Dogma, First Peak. Crypta, Stronghold. Uh, I might read them all. This is stupid. Papa Roach. I don't like that one either. Over, Orbit Culture Descent. I actually like some of their stuff. Because once again, my life sucks. Yeah. With a ballad. Beartooth Riptide. I like that one. That was good. Um. Yeah, no. No. No, that sucked. Lamb of God Evidence. Eh, that wasn't bad. Hailstorm. Terrible things. I saw her on uh, Mass Chaos. Um, shitload of bands, but I was there to see um, Stained and Godsmack. And she opened that shit, and I literally... I didn't tell my wife, but I had a boner the whole night. It, I, that's disgusting. I know it's gross. A man saying that it's it's vulgar, but it, it just I did. She was hot. She played a guitar and she screamed, and it was so freaking sexy. Um, P.O.D. Afraid to Die. I like that one. I like P.O.D. I pulled out my P.O.D. Been listening to a live and boom, here comes the boom. Avenge Seven. I don't like them. Bone Church by Slipknot. I didn't like that album. It didn't get me. Bring Me the Horizon. Amen. I still like Throne a lot. Fighting Myself, Linkin Park. We covered it. Spirit Box, Jaded. Like it. Blind Channel, Dead Zone, Avatar, The Dirt I'm Buried in, Metallica, Screaming Suicide. I like that one. Within Temptation, Wireless, Lord of Loss. Sleep Token, The Summoning. I made all the hotties get out. Baby Metal Metal. Ghost, Jesus Knows Me. Did not like it. 12 great albums from the 90s that are turning... I'm sorry. 12 great albums from 2014 that are turning 10 years old, which is fucking scary. Um, Architects, Lost Forever. Lost Together. Avatar, Hail the Apocalypse. Baby Metal. Behemoth. Code Orange, Every Time I Die, Killer Be Killed, Knock Loose, Mastodon, Motion, I don't like any of Slipknot, great chapter. That was a good album. That was actually a really good album. I actually, a great chapter was really good. I got into it. All right, uh, big anniversaries this year. Judas P- Priest, Rocka Rolla, 50 years old. Iron Maiden, Metallica, Ride the Lightning is 40. Oh, Fuck, I'm old. Corn, uh, the first one. Kill Switch Engage and The Heartache. Wow, man, I like those guys. I forgot all about them. They had a couple good songs. All right, and then the top Spotify's for 2023. Taylor Swift with 26 billion streams on Spotify. That's motherfucker. That's a lot of that's a lot of lessons. So, top 10 artists globally: Swift, Bunny, Weekend, Drake, Pluma, Feed, Scott, Ska, G, Carol G, and Lena Del Rey. So the only one I like is Taylor Swift. The rest of them I never heard of. Uh, global songs: Flowers by Miley Cyrus, Kill Bill. Harry Styles, that guy sucks. Seven, 
Ella Bella Sola by Espanamo. Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. It's a good song. Creepin' by Mina Murda, Rema, Selena Gomez, Calm Down. I actually like that song. I'm not a big uh, Selena Gomez fan, but that was actually a good song. Shakira, Berserp Mission Vision, Volume 53. Only thing I like about Shakira is her hips. I don't care. That's inappropriate, but I don't give a shit. She does that thing with her hips. I just can't watch. Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift, number 10. Top 10 Global Albums. Una Varana Sente by Bad Bunny, Midnight Swift, SOS by Ska, Starboy by The Weeknd, Mana Ser Bonita by Carol G, One Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen, Lover by Swift, Hero and Villain, Villains, Genesis, and Harry's House. Uh, yeah, that's it. The uh, number one globally um, metal album with 30 1.3 billion I think is what it said I want to say it was 1.3 billion 1.3 billion uh, streams which once again 24 billion crazy for Taylor Swift 1 billion was uh, Sleep Token so for them this was a huge year and it kind of sucks because then they had their tour and now they're big so they kind of missed the tour so anyway those are some stories that i had i thought i'd bring up so this wraps up another episode of old dude music reviews share with the family friends go to flower politics with k to get it because i'm not making a new channel because i'm not paying 15 more bucks if you're bored listen to the flower politic i bash the media Fop podcast gmail.com to tell me I suck or an album you want to hear rumble 553 2123 because it's free 553 2123 if you want to see me bobbing my head and lip syncing I probably don't need to just listen to the podcast um, gonna go to uh, la, la, la. we're gonna do uh, never mind by Nirvana next and then we're going to do rumors and then Kenny G duotones and then I'm going to start picking random shit. Uh, Polyphy I just brought in because I thought, what the hell? I really like these guys. And if somebody hears it and helps them get more streams, well, God damn it, that's good. Because that's a really nice story hearing how these kids made themselves global. I mean, they're, they're freaking huge. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty freaking extraordinary story. And if you want to hear more about them, you can see all sorts of stuff on YouTube. There's even a Sweetwater uh, hit on them where they're going through the warehouse. And that was really interesting, just real quick, and then we'll sign off. But the thing Sweetwater does to a guitar before you get it is amazing. They even show the pictures so you can make sure the color is right. You want a starburst or whatever. But there's techs and people touching that guitar. By the time you get it, that thing is tweaked perfect. So if you're looking for a guitar, that's probably a good source because that was really an interesting video. So as always, I thank you for listening. We're going to go with, uh, get my calendar up. This is the 17th. I'm getting snowed the fuck in. Uh, Saturday, we're going to do Nirvana, Nirvana Nevermind on the 20th. For the Flyover Politic fans, the 19th, a new Flyover Politic podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Take care.